Previously on Gutter Trash. It's a pretty dirty, icky thing all yeah. around. I'm just going to sell magic cards to stinky guys that listen to way too many ICP records. That's not real. Yeah, it is. Not like natural. No, I believe that is. Like, yeah. From nature? Uh-huh. Wow. Stanley, take me away. Excelsior! Face front, true believers! I do like the shocker. Yeah. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. It's almost like a shadow. Two of the pink, one of the stink. Ugh. We have we have crackheads and like thieves and I mean the nicest ones you'd ever meet. This is why we just go. We go. What do we? What do we go? We go to the house on the left. Is it the last one? Is it a movie? An amazing human being. He probably rapes babies. Just put me that there. Unless you're moving the bottom jaw, then that's just discomfort all around. Jack Kirby was an asshole. Him and Morgan Freeman were smoking crack together. Oh, thank God everyone in that family's dead. Episode 11. Episode 11. I'm Eric. I'm Jason. I'm Eric Seanborn. I'm Jason Seanborn. His wife. Wow. We got married over the Christmas holiday. It was amazing. Yes. I can't even remember it. Neither can I. Mm. That's how drunk we were. Woo, here's to that. Yes. Alright. Yeah, I'm drinking out of a plastic bottle tonight. <laughs> it, didn't, it didn't clink as well as our wine glasses no. over in Tahoe. Yeah, that's, that's a good beer. Uh, I'm not drinking beer tonight. Because the only beer we have here is crappy beer. Crappy beer. No, well, I, I just don't like it. I'm I, not a I, fan. I love it. I'm still drinking on my uh, my uh, payment beer. <laughs> my artwork payment. Yeah. Well, I got some Christmas money, so I should go out and buy something myself. Something I enjoy, but just haven't had the chance yet today. Yeah, what did you get for... You want to talk Christmas presents? Yeah, sure, why not? Would you? Still the holidays. Yeah. Fuck it. <clears throat> What'd you get? Uh, I've got a bunch of clothes. i got uh, a couple pairs of pants and uh, a bunch of shirts that I could wear at work. So I needed those desperately. Like jeans, pants, or... Nice? Jeans and khakis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. Um, also, uh, <laughs> I got uh, a little flashlight... <laughs> And I got some facial scrub. Facial scrub? What is facial scrub? Uh, it's, uh, it basically, you, you put it on before you, you, uh, bathe. Uh, and it basically, uh, wipes away all the oils and dirt in your face. Oh, okay. It, it, it's like a little miniature chemical peel almost. Mm. It really burns. It's like getting your face waxed. Yeah, kind of. Okay. It doesn't take up any hair. Yeah, nice. I'm actually supposed to use it before I shave. And the reason I got it is because I got, like, uh, 12 razors. That's what I need is razors. It's such a good comic book, too. Uh, oh, well, yeah. But, no, yeah, I uh, specifically asked uh, for razors for Christmas because uh, I just had some shitty disposable ones, and uh, usually I use uh, shit quattro because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I need to shave every two hours or so. So 
Uh, <laughs> I used to steal razors all the time when really? I was like 18 wow. or like 20 years old from Kroger's. <clears throat> and I noticed, I, I mean, I haven't stolen them in you know a decade, but the last few times I've bought them, I've noticed they keep them under lock and key where they didn't used to. Right. That's remember, your fault. Yeah. <laughs> I stole cigarettes there, too, back, back when I was a kid. Yeah. Well, you know, if razors weren't like, you know, $90 for a pack of four. Why are they so expensive? Oh, I have no idea. Because it's like technology and shit. <laughs> technology? Yeah, it's in the past. Everybody uses the There's 32 rate. blades on this razor, yeah. so. And they all, like, coordinate and interact. And right, like, yeah. The perfect angles. <laughs> No, but I mean, everybody uses electric razors now. I don't know about everybody. I don't. I, I don't. I use the old... Yeah. Routine. I had an electric razor because I had this conversation with my dad yesterday, too. Uh, On his podcast. Uh, yeah. It's uh, the Gas Cast. Gas Cast? Yeah, because uh, that's his uh, initials. Gas? <laughs> yeah. Wow. G-A-S. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> wow. If... Uh, <laughs> I should, uh, if if I could, uh, you know, tolerate teaching him about technology, you know, then I should uh, should convince him to have his own podcast. The Gas Cast. The Gas Cast. I'd listen to it. (laughs) Just uh, him bitching about, you know, the politics and the weather and uh, the Cubs (laughs) and uh, how he can't find a decent pair of shoes. Right, right. Stuff like that. Uh, it's usually shirts he has a problem with. Uh, he, he wears undershirts. See, I didn't know that because yeah. I never listened to the gas cast. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I was talking to him about... Because uh, uh, I used to use an electric razor when I uh, lived with my parents. And uh, uh-huh. I, think, I think just before I actually moved out, I stopped using the electric razor because I just did, I didn't enjoy... The feel of having every facial hair just yanked out, twisted off your right. face. Right, uh, <laughs> I'm more into the old school. Yeah, it feels yeah. kind of old school too. Yeah, you know, like a, you know, like I I know my grandpa, like used the electric razor, you know, towards the end of his life. Right, but I know you know the first like forty years there was no such thing. Right, know? so <clears throat> I'm gonna go for old school. I think uh, someday, if I was uh, not so deathly afraid of having my throat cut, mm-hmm. I would uh, get like a really old school, oh, like uh, a yeah. straight razor like shave. At the, at the barbershop. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> but again, sweet. I'm paranoid because, you know, I don't know who that guy is. He could just slice my throat and, yeah. uh, you know, turn me into meat pies. He could recognize you like you dated his daughter in high school. Right, yeah. Like, that <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> A meat pie, is that you said? Yeah, Sweeney Todd. Okay. Yeah. <coughs> Not the musical, like the actual legend or mm-hmm. whatever. Because uh, I don't watch musicals. Uh, people singing and performing any kind of music. Uh, See, I don't mind musicals. Uh, you know, it just it bothers me. It makes me really uncomfortable. West Side Story, Grease? Yeah, I will never watch any of those. Cannibal? I will not watch that. Oh, that's funny. I don't care. <laughs> Because I'd really like to see Sweeney Todd, because really? it's Johnny Depp, it's Tim so Burton. You, so you won't watch Cannibal. No, you're not going to pick it. I will <laughs> I will use my veto power. Uh, do we Do we each have a veto? Do we, ha- we should each have one. We veto. should have one veto okay. per per month. Per month? No, no. Per, how per year? All right, all right. All right. <laughs> that sounds fair. Well, I can't wait. I can't wait to veto when you pick, like, I don't know, Final Crisis Volume 3 or something. Or countdown, whatever. Countdown. Yeah, <laughs> I would read. I'd read Final Crisis, but uh, not countdown. 
Well, that's awesome. And I'll just uh, pick that, and you'll veto it, and then I'll wait and pick like you know, countdown volume four. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the last. Or uh, young blood, absolute young blood. <laughs> I would totally read that. I would totally. I have to get drunk first, though. Were we talking about Christmas presents? We were. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah, that was pretty much all I got. I got like some money and some gift cards and stuff. But what'd you get? Uh, oh, I got a canvas to paint because I was painting the character <clears throat> from the Grippos right. Potatoes bag, and I, I fucked it up. Like I fucked up his hat. Because I, I can't paint, I really can't. And, uh, Neither can I. It just looks like I'm trying to draw a comic on a on a canvas with a, with paintbrushes. So I'm trying to learn how to paint, and I'm going to redraw um, the Grippo's mascot on the Grippo's barbecue potato chips mascot on this new canvas. I'm excited about that, and I got this awesome hardcover of Marvel Comics. It's like the history of Marvel Comics, and uh, it came out a couple years ago. And it has just tons of information about all these characters, their first appearances, and their affiliations. And the best part is, as you read this hardcover, you can push a button on this little, like, this, like, speaker and screen that's kind of built into the book. And whenever you push the corresponding page number to whatever page you're on, Stan Lee reads you a little quip about, you know, relating to the, uh, the character of the the senior you're looking at it's it's like a dvd commentary by wow. stan lee for a comic book it's so awesome it's kind of awesome i uh want to see that i'll see that well we'll see it tomorrow i think i told you about this too but the batteries are because it's like two years old so the batteries are almost dead and i was i was i was pressing the buttons like a, you know there was like a one about four and one about the hulk fighting the thing for the first time and then Stanley was like, well, this True Believers was the first time these two giant... <laughs> and it, and it, he just stops in mid-sentence. And, and it's almost like he's so senile, he forgets what he's talking about. But at the same time, you're like, well, maybe it's the batteries are dying. I, I don't really know. I'm thinking with Stan, it may actually just be that he forgets. It, well, it could be. I saw him speak in Springfield, Ohio a couple of years back. Mm-hmm. And he did, like, five different times. He was like... Ah. In the middle of a sentence, he's like, I forgot where we were going. Let's just talk about something else. <laughs> he is getting kind of old. Uh, I think that's all. Yeah, those, I think those are the only two things. Oh, no, I got... What else did I get? Oh, me and my friend Pat traded uh, some art. Like, we just drew something for each other. And yeah. He gave me a page from this uh, comic that he's working on. And he also gave me... Uh, the fir- er, one one issue of uh, Mike Allred's Golden Plates, the the Mormon <laughs> thing. So I can't wait to read that. Wow. See if I become Mormon by the next episode. Sweet. I know. I, I flipped through the Golden Plates before. No, it's definitely some of his best artwork. So. It's, it's really good. Yeah, well, no matter what I think about Mormonism or anything like that, you know, I'm not going to talk about that. But Mike Allred did some pretty sweet work in that. Yeah, I will agree. But... Uh, I got you something too. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. <clears throat> you did an awesome Doom Patrol cover recreation. Yeah, and I had no idea it was for me because I saw you working on it. But yeah, yeah, it's pretty sweet. What sure. number? What issue number was it? Ah, uh, fuck. Uh, 40s, 40s. 93? Uh from like of 19, the old, the of old, the old school. Yeah. yeah, in like nineteen sixty four or something like that. And you kind of updated it and changed a couple things. That's yeah, I made sweet. it into basically sort of a 
Motley version of the Grant Morrison Doom Patrol. Right. It was his version of uh, Robot Man and uh, uh, Negative Man. The Richard Case art, sort of. Yeah, but uh, instead of Crazy Jane, it was uh, Elastic Girl, because she was on the original cover. Yeah, I'm pretty stoked. I haven't found a good spot for it yet, but it's it's hanging out in my room. Sweet. Well, you know, you'll just have to move in a few months anyway. So. Oh, i got to move again. <laughs> If anybody out there is listening and you have an open garage <coughs> or spare or basement, room, yeah. spare room or whatever, yeah. like watershed, yeah. water closet, whatever. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, so yeah, so that was my Christmas. And I watched uh, Dark Knight for the second time uh, while I was there. You loved it this time. I <laughs> bet. <coughs> I, you know, I really thought that, you know, because I've, essentially convinced myself that I really disliked it, mm-hmm. that, you know, there's no way that it was as bad as I'm thinking it was, right. you know, like, just circumstances when I saw it were just poor, and I'm gonna enjoy it better this time around, you know, at, at least I, I would enjoy it, right? Uh, yeah. I did not. Oh. It was worse than I thought it was. See, I liked it a little less the second time I saw it, but I still like it. <clears throat> I just, nah, just all the, the plot holes just really popped up more this time around, and the performances, I thought, you know, were a lot weaker than uh, I had originally thought, with the exception of Gary Oldman and Aaron Eckhart. Yeah, I was going to say Aaron Eckhart. Aaron Eckhart, is his name? Yeah. Okay. I was Harvey thinking, Dent. Yeah. I was thinking Alan Eckhart, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, he was great. I think he had that whole, like, under underrated thing because Heath Ledger obviously stole the show right. Right. <coughs> and uh, I'm going to be like the one guy on the face of the earth that really just didn't like Heath Ledger really yeah but uh, well see Aaron Eckhart should have faked his death just long enough to like get an Oscar <laughs> you know right and then after after you guys Oscar like you know him and, him and Tupac and uh, uh, Kurt Vonnegut are all hanging out in a yacht together they're like just kidding <laughs> That'd be sweet. And they all uh, guest on Tupac's <laughs> next album. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, I'm down. Uh, what else did I watch? Oh, I watched uh, one of the first movies we ever reviewed for the show, uh, Burn After Reading. Oh, yeah, you were watching uh, it. My parents surrounded it, and so we watched it for Christmas. <laughs> That's very good Christmassy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was still enjoyable, but... Uh, uh, like, because I bitched a lot during our original review about you know just people around us being idiots, and I'm really convinced that they were just bigger idiots than I thought they were. Because there is not a ton of laugh out loud parts in that movie. Right, like, it's just kind of amusing. Yeah, there's a couple of shock, shock parts. Right, yeah, and uh, the 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 one scene that uh, we talked about, uh, the dildo chair. The, the the dildo chair. Yeah, I don't think we. Well, hey, it's been three months now. We can oh, yeah. spoil it now. If you Fuck haven't it. seen it. Yeah, fuck you if you haven't yeah. seen it. Hey, you need to see it. Uh, it's out on DVD it, now. It, There's I, no excuse. It is funny. I, yeah, it's entertaining. But it's not like, yeah, a laugh riot. Right, uh, yeah. And, but yeah, the, the dildo chair wasn't as funny as I thought it was, but that's because I was expecting it this dildo, time. Dildo chairs are never as funny the second time around. No, but you know what's always funny, no matter what? Monkeys. Oh, yeah. Monkey. yeah. I asked DC Comics. <laughs> exactly. Why else would they have one in Justice League? I'm kind of I'm kind of looking forward to that. Really, because the art's good, and I like James Robinson, and I'd like to read something that he writes. See, I have I, have, <clears throat> I admit this is a problem. I don't like painted comics. 
Unless they're by Alex Ross. I don't know if it's a painted comic or not, though. No one's oh, really? saying whether it is. Just the, yeah, the promo art. The promo is art is, yeah. And uh, that guy, I guess he drew the last couple issues of uh, Trials of Shazam. Like okay. they're, they're rebooting the whole Captain Marvel the, like, family thing. Is that the, like the late 90s Shazam book? No, it was uh, like late 2008. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought that was the Jeff Smith one. No, that was also late 2008. Okay. Uh, that's why I'm confusing those two. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. So, yeah. Well, uh, this is a movie episode, and we reviewed a movie you picked. And we got to go to the theater. Well, yeah, we took a field trip. We made it out field of the house. Field trip show was fun. Uh, I was pretty lucky this time. No idiots. Uh-huh. At least not a lot. Yeah. A lot of people with cell phones, which annoyed me. And yeah, leave your cell phones at home, people. Seriously? I mean, I, I'll get into that later. Yeah. But, yeah, just, yeah. I mean, I don't think it's enough to just turn them off anymore. Just don't look yeah. at them. Yeah. Stop fucking texting like, your friends. You're yeah. watching a goddamn movie. Yeah, I'm watch- <laughs> yeah, text, texting them to tell them how the movie's going. And yeah. <sighs> anyway. Yeah, you'll meet up for carrot cake later. <laughs> So yeah, so we watched uh, The Curious Case of Benjamin Button. Based so. on a... I didn't know this until yesterday. It was based on a F. Scott Fitzgerald's short story. Yeah, I knew it was uh, written by him. I just didn't know it was only a short story. I've never read anything by <coughs> F. Scott Fitzgerald. I think I've... Did I read something by him? In high school, maybe. Uh, the Great Gatsby? Mm-hmm. Is that him? Uh, I believe so. Yeah, yeah. then I've read that. Yeah. I didn't like it, but that's because it was a high school assignment, and, yeah. and you generally hate everything you're forced to read. Generally, yeah. We Except did read. We had we read a couple of cool things in my high school class because uh, the only thing I really enjoyed in high school was Lord of the Flies. Yeah, we read that. That was yeah. good. We read that. We read 1984, and we read Slaughterhouse Five. Nah, I never got to read those. Those were all good. But, you know, I was in the dumb kids class, so... Mm. I was in scholarship. It wasn't, uh... Not the honors, English or whatever. Anyway. Enough about my poor education. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so yeah. So this is, uh... David Fincher's new movie. Mm. And... It was long. So I didn't. I honestly didn't. Had no idea that it was more than two hours long until we were in the lobby and some guys like it's. He's like Jesus. It's almost ten o'clock. I knew because yeah. <laughs> you had to pee. I yeah. Well, that didn't help. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I kept checking my my phone because I was looking at the time. Yeah. That's all I was doing with my phone. I was just wanting to see what time it was. Were you texting people ask ask what the weather was like? Yeah. Uh, just they wanted to meet up for. For uh, donuts later. Donuts. Uh, Chai tea. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. Uh, yeah, I was just looking to see what time it was. And, uh, wow, that movie just kept going. So it started at 7. And I remember looking at my... The first time I looked at my phone, it was 8.20. I was thinking, Jesus Christ, this feels like it should already be over. Really? Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> and throughout the whole thing, I was just like, oh my God, I just I wish it was over. And it's not because it was a bad movie. It was just because I really had to take a leak. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. But I, I I hate getting up and leaving during movies. Yeah, because you're, you're like, I know I'm going to miss the one scene that ties it all together. Right, yeah. And plus, I just don't feel like dealing with 
you know, assholes in the same row, mm-hmm. which I really wish they wouldn't sit in the same row as me. Plenty of other seats open. Go sit somewhere else. If you see me in a movie theater, just avoid me, because I'm angry. Even even me? Uh, well, I, I sat right next to you. The people I'm actually at the movie theater with, I'm fine. Because you, you can say, excuse me. Right, right. They don't care. Excuse me, get up. Yeah. Uh, why don't you move a couple seats down? Get the hell away from me. Yeah, there's <laughs> that all That kind of thing. Yeah. Hey, they all work. Yeah. Uh, maybe that's why my girlfriend broke up with me. <laughs> She said, like, get the hell away from me. Yeah, get the hell away. <laughs> We're at a movie. Stop talking to me. <laughs> but it hasn't started yet. <laughs> I don't care. She's just trying to unscramble... I have rules. She's trying to <laughs> unscramble Adam Sandler's name and the... <laughs> the Scramblers. Yeah. Yeah, they don't have those anymore. Well, that's too bad. Yeah. I miss those. Bad. Yeah, it was, it was uh, like a shitload of commercials. Yeah, like like Navy and like body spray commercials. Body spray. <laughs> Like three of those. I know. It's like uh, black and <laughs> black and white commercials of yeah. half nude males playing playing uh, volleyball and right. soccer. While, and while the passersby who, who happen to be like beautiful women, they're just gawking, you know, yeah. basically masturbating through the fence. Right, them. right. <laughs> Pretty awesome. Oh sure. But yeah, I really, really liked that movie. I not so much. Really? Yeah. And, and I know we, we kind of talked about this earlier, like if it was going to be awesome that one of us should pretend to hate it. Yeah. Are you uh, pretending? I'm not pretending. Okay. Uh, it wasn't... It was just slow. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty predictable. It had a slow pace. Um, not anyone's best performance. Uh, yeah, that one guy was better as a... Wasn't he Doctor Jekyll in uh, the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen? The the dad, Button, Mister Button. I have absolutely no idea. I'm pretty sure he was uh, Doctor Jekyll in the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. But I forget his name. Really? Wow. Yeah. Huh. I did not know that. Uh, if he was, then I don't know. He may have been. It's been so long since I've seen League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Yeah. Just remember, it was awful. I see. I enjoyed that one too. Oh. I enjoyed that one on the level of it being a bad movie. Just, uh, I, I think uh, Sean Connery is bad, but everybody else I enjoyed. I think it would have been all right if it wasn't called League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Right. If it was called Victorian X Men, I think uh, would have been all right. So I never, I've only ever read the very first issue of that comic. I I couldn't get into it. No. Uh, but you love Alan Moore. I do like Alan Moore. <laughs> Some sometimes sometimes. But yeah, I I, th- I actually could have watched this movie for like another hour. Wow. Yeah. I would have died. <laughs> I was already, like, I don't know, the theater was way too hot. It was warm in there. Yeah. I thought I was having a panic attack for the first half hour of the movie. I was like, I haven't had panic attacks in years. And I was like, why is my face so hot? And I kept checking my pulse. And, and then I was like, oh, it's just hot in here. Uh, did I ever tell you that I was hit by lightning seven times? Yeah, that was great. That was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, there's a good comedy relief in that movie where they keep showing these flashbacks. This guy getting hit by lightning. It's just yeah, it's some. I don't even think he has a name. Yeah, he's just some. He's just guy. old guy. Yeah, I guess we should talk about the movie a little. Uh, for I guess anyone who doesn't know, but uh, yeah, it's about a guy who he's born old, as like a shriveled old man baby. Yeah, and uh, the doctor takes a look at him and 
Basically, physically, yeah, it's like he's 80-some years old or something mm-hmm. like that. In the last stages of life. Right. And then uh, as he ages, he gets younger. And so his father freaks out and abandons him after he fails to try to kill him. Yeah. Yeah, he tries to kill him, and some beat cop notices, and right. he's going to dump him in the in the, ocean, the river. But right. Uh, <coughs> yeah, and then uh, so he gets abandoned at a, an old folks' home, and gets basically raised as an old man. Yeah, which is perfect, really. Right, that's where he left him. <coughs> a little convenient. Yeah. yeah. This is where the plot begins to thin for me. No. <laughs> At the very beginning of the At the film. very beginning, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I think the lady that played his mom, or, like, not his biological mom, but the, the lady the Queen, Queenie. Queenie, yeah. She was awesome. She was very good. The performances are good. They're just not... Mm-hmm. Brad Pitt's been in better movies mm-hmm. and done a better job. Like True Romance. Uh, <laughs> that may be one of his best ones, yeah. Uh... <laughs> Um, but obviously, you know, Fight Club and uh, Twelve Monkeys. And I will say it was good. His performance was good enough that I believed he was an old man getting younger because, there, like, there was a couple of scenes where I'm like, wow, I'm watching Brad Pitt lay on a beach, uh, like during sunset, like cooing into the eyes of a lady, yeah. and I and I'm not trying to vomit. Like, it's actually like I'm like, wow, that cool old man's finally, you know, young enough to. Get the lady. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, like it, it got like it got me there. I was like, whoa, I'm watching Brad Pitt do Brad Brad Pitt like heartthrob stuff, and it's kind of cool. But he's grown into it by that point. Yeah. 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 I agree with you there. Uh, it's a very understated uh, performance, I guess. So, uh, I mean, I, I, it's it's respectable. Right. But you know, I don't think it'll win any awards or anything like that. Probably not. And it's definitely not. Yeah. It's not. Anyone's best movie, director or actor wise, but no, but it, I, I really liked it a lot, more than I thought I would actually. Right. Um, visually, I think it's a great movie. There are just some really good visual things in that movie. How did they do the very beginning where <clears throat> the guy clearly has Brad Pitt's face, but he's like a shriveled up, ninety, like two foot tall, <laughs> ninety year old man? Yeah. And he has Brad Pitt's face. I'm like, I can recognize Brad Pitt in there, but right. how the hell are they doing that? I mean, that's, uh, that's what they call them CGI things. Well, that's them darn computers. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. You know, actually, it wasn't so much that part I was worried about. It was like uh, towards the end of the movie when he was getting younger. where he was getting younger, younger, to the point where. Even him as Brad Pitt is is too old to be that guy. Yeah, I was wondering, like, are they going to put his face on like a nine year old body? <laughs> right. Is that going to be fucking weird? <laughs> but like, uh, even when he was, I guess by that point in his like twenties or teens, yeah, uh, physically anyway. Uh, like they they did a pretty good job of, of yeah. like taking away like the the age to his face. Yeah, it, it didn't look fake. No, like it, it rendered or anything. Yeah, right, it looked like he was that old again. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then, uh, yeah, I was I was glad when they, they started showing him as a kid. They used somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought Edward Norton was great as the nine-year-old uh, Benjamin Button. <laughs> good job. Much better than in the Hulk. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Uh, 
it, it kind of made you think a lot about death and life and in, in, in sort of a different way than other films that you see about people growing old and dying. I mean, right. it kind of made you, I don't know, it just kind of gave you a different perspective about the way uh, life, you know, travels and ends. And Right. I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. It, you know, it got me a few times, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, I was, like, tearing up. I was like, yeah. man, what is wrong with me? Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm, like, crying at the drop of a hat every time I watch a movie. It's, uh, you know, it's not so much uh, depressing or anything, though. It's, just, it's kind it's of just, sentimental. Yeah, it really is. But not to the point where it's, you know, just pat. Yeah, it's, yeah. Not, it's not some cheesy Hallmark sentimental. No. It's, like, it kind of really makes you think about being a kid and, like, the people... You know that you lose during your life and right. all that kind of stuff. Uh, oh man, I had something I was going to say, but I lost it. Mojo yeah. distracted me. Mojo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, At least you haven't lost your mojo. That's true. Uh, I think this is one of David Fincher's. Uh, well, I, you know, I had to say because I still haven't seen uh, Zodiac. Mm-hmm. But this is definitely, I think, one of his better, uh, his least flashy film, yeah. I, I guess. There's not a lot of pizzazz in this one. Right. And there's some, like uh, like the flashback scenes we were talking about where the guy gets hit by lightning. You uh, know. Yeah, that's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, or the, my favorite character, the, uh, the uh, sea captain. Uh, Mike, what's his name, Mike Locke or something? I just, I remember Mike, yeah. Yeah, Mike, he's my favorite character in the movie, he's great. (laughs) He's a failed artist who becomes a a tugboat captain and gets enlisted into the war and has all these tattoos that he's given himself and gets drunk every single night. (laughs) But he's like really nice, he's really nice guy. Uh, There are a lot of good characters in the movie. Uh, and I mean that as like you know their characters. Mm-hmm. I mean you know each one of them has a distinct personality. You know everyone from the nameless, you know I've been struck by a lightning seven times guy to, you know Mike the sea captain to uh, the lady that swims the English Channel right right or wherever she swims I forget yeah the English Channel is that what it was yep played by Tilda Swinton who was right. also in Burn After Reading oh yeah that's right yeah. okay good call yeah. Uh, say. <laughs> oh, the uh, the beginning scene or the beginning uh, anecdote where uh, the clock thing. Uh, the clock thing. I really enjoyed that part, and uh, the part where he's talking about. Uh, because what it is is uh, elderly Kate Blanchett is uh, retelling the story about a guy who built this clock that runs backwards. Mm-hmm. And the reason he's built it that way is because he just lost his son in World War One, And he built it to go backwards as sort of a hope that the lost sons might you know, come back. Mm-hmm. All the children that died in the, in the, the war. war. Right. And there's this scene where everything runs backwards. And it's awesome looking. Yeah. That was a real David Fincher moment, I yeah, thought. Yeah, def- definitely. Yeah. But, you know, i got to respect the hell out of him for being able to jump to different types of movies. Yeah, I was going to say, he's he definitely isn't pigeonholed into 
you know, one style. Right. I mean, he can do a, like a thriller or like a love story or right. some, <clears throat> you know, literary, you know, anarchist kind of right. uh, soundbite kind of movie. I think there was definitely sort of a real fear that after seven, he easily could have just been, you know, that guy. You know, I do crazy horror movies. Look at the camera flicker. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. know, and like, look at my MTV style editing. <laughs> yeah. Which I fucking hate, by the way. Mm-hmm. But, you know, so in a way, I hate David Fincher for making that popular. But at least he abandoned it. But at least he's abandoned it. Yeah. yeah. And when he does do it, it's almost with a purpose. Yeah. Not like, oh, Saw is the biggest fucking... Oh, God, I can't stand that movie in the first place. And the biggest part of it is because they took that style of editing and just fucking rape you in the mouth with it. That was one of the worst new horror movies I've I've seen. It was terrible. It was up there as, like, maybe even the worst until I saw Rest Stop. (laughs) Which, like, it's, it's like Saw, only just... So much more dumbed down and less pointless. Yeah, it's oh, it just makes you feel <laughs> sick, and not not in like a disturbing like you know <clears throat> a Fulci way. Just like a like wow, I can't believe like this was allowed to be made. It's such a travesty. Yeah, I have avoided that one so far. It's it's a good move. <sighs> so wow, Crap. Uh, I don't know what just fell, but I'll find out later. Uh, but yeah, I really liked the love story in this movie. It was, I mean, you know, <clears throat> it's interesting because, you know, one guy's getting younger and the lady's getting older. And, right. Like, there's, like, this one point in the movie where they sort of have a similar age. and uh, Right. And, and, you know, and you know, like, it's not going to last because, you know, eventually she's going to be getting, like, 80 years old while he's, like, uh, you know... 10. 10 yeah. years old, yeah. yeah. And it's just like, wow, yeah. I mean, because they keep going back to that theme, like, nothing lasts forever, there's no right. certainties, and I thought that was a really a really good, you know, device to use to point that out, that, you know, you know nothing is forever in life, or, like, everything that you're certain on isn't, isn't necessarily certain. Right. And uh, that was just an interesting way to point it out. I, yeah, I agree. Uh, and yeah, I did. Uh, I, I did like the love story angle because mm. uh, it didn't beat you over the head with you know over sentimentality. You know, it wasn't you know just like layering on the syrup. You know, right? It, I mean, it was it was well poignant, done. but you know, it was it was uh, believable. Believable, yeah. Uh, and yeah, I mean, and then when, uh, that one of those parts where, you know, just like, a, get, get something in my eye, you know, yeah. uh, when, when he leaves, uh, her because he realizes that, you know, he's gonna get too young for her to be able to raise their child and him. Yeah. Yeah. And then later on in the movie, when we see him as a child, and he basically has Alzheimer's, yeah, you yeah, know, but he's like five years old. He doesn't remember her, or right. uh, he's not, you know, he's he's not making the right connections in life. Yeah, yeah. that's one thing I did also kind of like was that, like, when he's 
old. Uh, well, when he was like seven years old, age-wise, but not physically. Right. Oh man, this is weird to yeah. like kind of correlate I, where where I want to. He looks like an old guy, but he's yeah, he's seven. in the wheelchair still. Yeah, but he's seven years old. Uh, but like you can still tell that even though his body is physically like you know seventy five or whatever, you know that he still has like a ton of energy. And he's got that gleam in his eye. Yeah, right? and he's like rolling around all over in his wheelchair yeah. and like freaking out all the old people that he lives with. They're like, stop it. <laughs> But then, you know, like, later on, when he is, his age is, like, 90 years old, but he's in the body of, like, a five-year-old, he still has the physical energy, but, like, his functions aren't there anymore, you know? Right. So, yeah, I mean, that gives it, uh, I think, anyway, in my opinion, in my retarded opinion, like, an extra layer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I thought Brad Pitt did a great job of playing, you know, an old person, And, and, like, even when he was... Even when he was in his, you know, middle age, he sort of seemed like someone that had been informed by the the years of the elderly because, you know, right. he was, like, around el- elderly people, and <clears throat> he kind of spoke like an older person the right. entire movie. And yeah, yeah, even when, when he is getting younger, like, uh, well, yeah, when he goes to visit Cape Blanchett in New York, I mm-hmm. think was one of those real telling parts that... He has been raised by the elderly. Yeah. And he has a very old old fashioned old world way about him. I agree. But you know you know, mentally he's only like twenty years old. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh Okay, yeah, I changed my mind. Brad Pitt gives a really good performance in this movie. Awesome, yeah. <laughs> All right, Brad. Yeah. The one thing that uh, this I mean, this doesn't is a scene that has his character but you know, it doesn't have Brad Pitt. It's it's when the actor playing Benjamin Button is like a five-year-old kid yeah. towards the end of the movie, and uh, Kate Winslet's walking with him. There's this Blanchett. Weird, what did I say? Winslet. Oh, okay, Kate Blanchett. <laughs> She's walking with him, and there's this really creepy scene where they're walking down the street together, and she like kind of kisses him on the cheek. And it's it's a little creepy because he's like a five-year-old kid, but at the same time you're like, wow, she used to you know, have sex with that guy. And it's like you know, be married to him, and it's just, how weird would that be to, like, watch your lover turn into, a, like, a five-year-old kid? Well, that would be weird. I certainly, I didn't find that creepy. Really? I, I, yeah. I found that scene, it was like, there. I just remember it vividly. They're, like, walking past all these Yeah, like, I remember it. Yeah. I was like, well, it's just kind of weird. I don't know. I just, uh, by that point in their relationship, I just, I, it, it really turned in for more of, you know, former lovers like to a, caretaker. Like a motherly kind of... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess I could see that, and I'm sure that's what they meant. They didn't mean to make it creepy, but... (laughs) I I certainly wasn't creeped out, and I'm usually creeped out by a lot of things. Yeah, Yeah, I guess it just hit me funny for some reason. Uh, Maybe that's just bringing up some bad memories for you. Uh, Were you you sexually molested when you were five? I don't remember that. We always bring up pedophilia, don't we? We do, yeah. No. <laughs> hey, you're the one that was creeped out. I was creeped out. Of it. You put a, you put a name to it. I don't bring it up unless it's provoked. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. But no, yeah. I really enjoyed it. I would definitely see this movie at least one more time. Hopefully, even in the theater. I would. I would probably wait to see this again. Mm-hmm. Uh, but. Because it was so long. It was three hours long, and yeah. I just can't devote that type of time to a movie anymore. 
especially not after I've had like a, a bladder buster of Pepsi or whatever. Right. <laughs> so I, I saved all the drink until we got home. Yeah. Well, I was thirsty. I had cotton mouth, so <laughs> I needed uh, liquid and uh, caffeine. Right. Because uh, I, you know, I just going in like I didn't know how long it was going to be, but I figured it was going to be at least two and a half hours, if not longer. Yeah. Because it seemed like one of those type of movies. Right. Um, my dad saw a commercial for it yesterday, and he said, oh, is that like Forrest Gump? And, yeah, yesterday, before I seen the movie, I was like, no, you know, it's based on a short story, or based on a book, or whatever. And uh, then watching it today, I'm like, oh my god, it really is Forrest Gump. <laughs> Yeah, it it really does have a forest. It does feel to it. A, yeah, like it creates this little world where you get to watch these people grow up. And yeah. yeah, it is kind of. I can see that. Just uh, less cocor and less AIDS. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Way to go, Forrest Gump! You <laughs> suck, you piece of shit movie. <laughs> I like that. Movie too. I hate that movie really? with a passion. Oh my oh. god. Worst fucking movie starring Tom Hanks that I've ever seen. Ooh, let me let me think. Let me think. See, I, I like everything I've seen with Tom Hanks. With I'm, I'm a fan. Everything from The Man with One Red Shoe to Castaway. Oh, I love oh, the Terminal. Man. Terminal's worse than Forrest Gump. Uh, no, no, it's not. Really? Yeah. I, I I haven't seen it all the way through, but like I watched an hour of it once, and I really enjoyed it. Really? Yeah. I didn't like Terminal. Uh, in fact, yeah, cause, uh, the only reason I stopped watching it was because I had something to do, like, you know, I was just killing time. Right. But the part I was watching, I was, wow, this is pretty good. I don't like Steven Spielberg that much. So, yeah. yeah and, and I love The Man with One Red Shoe. Oh, yeah, it's a good movie. Bosom Buddies. Joe versus the Volcano. I haven't actually seen that. Ooh, that's a good one. Uh... I have no desire to see any of the romantic comedies that he did with Meg Ryan. Yeah, I haven't seen any of the, like, You've Got Mail, has seen that? No, yeah, he's in that. Sleepless in Seattle. Yeah, my ex, uh, apparently, uh, when she lived with her mom, had to watch Sleepless in Seattle, like, uh, all the time, which is actually why that the entire time we were together, we never watched a romantic comedy ever. So I I was able to escape the whole chick flick thing. You liked that thing. Yes, I did. Thank there's you, a, Sleepless in Seattle, for a, being a piece of shit. There's a couple of good ones, like I enjoyed What Women Want, and a couple other ones. 13 Going on 30. I enjoyed that. I watched I watched both of those with an ex-girlfriend, but for the most part, yeah, I, I don't like the uh, the romantic like chick comedy kind of stuff. I like Shaun of the Dead. Yeah, that was a good chick flick. It was a romantic comedy. It's in the advertisements. Come on. Advertisements do not lie. It's a rom-zom-com. Yeah, your rom-zom-com, yeah, that's right. <laughs> we were hearing that. <laughs> uh, so yeah, not anyone's best work, but eh, it was well done. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, yeah, I mean... Uh, I didn't hate it. Uh, right. I didn't love it. But it was alright. Uh, I couldn't, w- with any goodwill, not recommend it to anyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, there's absolutely nothing bad I could say about it to discourage people to see it. But, 
I certainly wouldn't give it my highest recommendation for any of the actors or the director even. So, I think it's the best uh, like cinema adaptation of of S- F. Scott Fitzgerald I've seen since Cabin Boy, though probably. <laughs> Those are both good. Wow. Well. <laughs> We've uh, officially gone nowhere with this. Yeah. <laughs> Good movie. Uh, thumbs way up. <clears throat> eh, I'll give half a thumb up oh, for that. Okay. Well, now one thumb up. One thumb. No yeah. way up. Though. No way up. Just, just sort of up. Okay. Just in the the I'm not gay kind of way. With a thumb. With a thumb. I'm not gay. I'm not gay. That's what thumbs up means. I'm does not gay. It, does it? <laughs> yeah. I thought it meant, like, give me a Coke. No. Or something. No, it means I'm not gay. Like, you want a Coke? And then you put your thumb up. Yeah, no. You're like, I'll take one. Nah, never do that. That'll just cause you trouble. Girl, I want to ride. You know, like, no, hitchhiking. definitely just cause you trouble. I've never hitchhiked, but I have, I've picked up a couple of hitchhikers. Heavy now. Mm-hmm. Wow. Why? It doesn't seem like my kind of thing. Once I was actually on my way home from work and I was really tired... And there's this dude just waiting at the bus stop, and uh, it was like late at night. I think it was when we worked. Like occasionally we worked till midnight. Uh, like, I worked there. Yeah, with you. <laughs> we do the like the, the organizer in yeah, the back room. Yep. And I picked up this guy. And, like I rolled my window. And I was like, "Do you need a ride?" And he's like, "Hell yeah!" And uh, he he needed a ride. He went all the way. We went all the way to the other side of Dayton, like on the west side. And I was like, for a second, I was like, "Whoa, wait a minute! He's taking me into this weird neighborhood." Is he gonna kill me? And then you know, he didn't. Yeah. So and he he was pretty pretty nice guy actually. Yeah, he was waiting for a bus. Yeah, but I mean it was like midnight. I don't think he was waiting for a bus. I don't think the bus was going. He to was him. waiting for the bus. <laughs> it, was, it was cold outside. Uh, the bus. <laughs> I was just bored. I think I was in a bad spot, and I was ho- kind of hoping he would kill me. Okay. Actually. Well. I was like, well, this this will be good. This will be good karma. Like, if I have to go, it'll be like me helping somebody, and I don't have to live anymore. So, you know, things are out of tops. I put my thumb up, just like I want a Coke. That's uh, that's pretty dark. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow, and you thought I went somewhere bad with the pedophilia. (laughs) Wow. Oh. I passed all that. Wow, and I'm supposed to be the depressed one. (laughs) What the fuck? I moved past it. I didn't get killed by a hitchhiker. So I'm journeyed forward. I have to admit, I've uh, I'm not hitchhiked, but uh, I flagged a car down once and then got a ride. Yeah, because uh, I ran out of gas. It was uh, in the middle of February. It was snowing. I ran out of gas. It was on. Uh, uh, non-Dayton listeners will have no idea what I'm talking about, but it was uh, on the road where, you know where they have the Italian festival every year? Okay, yeah. Yeah, it was on that road, and I was climbing up that hill, and ran out of gas, and went back yeah, down the hill. Yeah, okay. And I pulled into that driveway where they, they have the Italian festival there, and it was snowing, it was like two in the morning, I was on my way to get gas, because <laughs> yeah. there's that uh, shell station that's up there. Uh... <laughs> And somebody was kind enough to... I walked all the way up to the Shell station, got the gas, um, walked back to my car, 
put the gas in the tank and the car still wouldn't start. So I had to go back. To get more gas? To get more gas. Just wasn't enough gas? Just not enough gas, apparently. That not even like a two-gallon portable thing would would, uh, give me enough to go. That's crazy. Yeah. And uh, so on my way up there, an ambulance stopped and took me the rest of the way. Really? Yeah. And then they left. <laughs> so I had to walk back. Well, you got you got picked up by an ambulance. Yeah. That's kind of crazy. And so kind of surreal. Yeah. Uh, but again, they left. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Couldn't give me the ride back. Yeah. Even though when they left, they went back down that direction. They, they knew that you were going back there too. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously. <laughs> crazy fuckers. Yeah. So I start walking back and uh uh like I was like halfway down the hill when some guy stopped and uh, took me the rest of the way in my car and actually waited to make sure that you know wow. my car started. See? Good Samaritan. Yeah. And so yeah, uh, give him the I thumb, gave him the thumbs, thumbs up, up and uh much much abhorred thumb up. Yeah, and then much uh, behind. Yeah. And then uh, drove back to the Shell Station, and by that time, the guy who worked there was just sick of me. He's like, you again? Yeah. <laughs> but then I filled my tank up and bought some cold medicine, because uh, by that point, I got sick. <laughs> uh, anyway. Yeah. All right. Uh, take a break. Sure. All Let's right. do that. I'm going to use another beer. Yeah, I got to go take a leak, so... You're welcome, Internet. Alright, we'll be back. I tried to talk myself out of it, but... Uh, but it's, what? It's Friday, and... Uh, eh. you know, it's a holiday weekend. It's a holiday weekend. I don't have to be at work till 11, so... Awesome. Yeah. I don't have to be at work till Monday, so... You bastard. Yeah, I've been off since uh, early Tuesday, so... That's it's cool. been a nice little vacation so far. And, uh, of course, I have no idea what... They're making us do for New Year's week, but whatever. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder how late we're open on New Year's Eve. I don't even know. Midnight. <laughs> Celebrate New Comic Day with comics. I hope not. Mavericks. Woo! Watch the ball drop. Buy some Spawn. Awesome. <laughs> it sounds terrible. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't want to be there for that. Uh, I will. 
You know, speaking Jack of, will pay me under the table for that, right? Speaking of Spawn drop, dropping the ball, <laughs> I can't believe that they don't... I think we talked about this. We've talked about this already. It really disappoints me, though. Because a new issue came out this week, and Force of Habit, I was like, oh, I wonder who it's dedicated... Oh, oh it's, it's not, not dedicated. Yeah. I'm sorry. I know. I've, I've lost one of the things in life that really gave me... Hope. Complete joy. <laughs> like, un, unbridled excitement every every time Spawn came out, just to see who it was dedicated to. I'm sorry. I have lost all will to live. I'm going to pick up a hitchhiker on the way home. Sweet. Alright, so. Oh, yeah. What? Is this the. Is huh? This, is this the point in the story where. Story? What? You tell me what comic book I'm reading. Uh, I suppose so. I really just don't feel like doing the show anymore. Like. You mean for the rest of the night? Or just Ever. for the rest of your life? Yeah. No, I'm kidding. I still want to do the show. I'm going to force you to read something. I'm excited to see what it is. Oh, me too. Because I don't know yet. You don't know yet? <laughs> no, I'm... Uh, everything that we've done so far, like, the stuff that you've picked, is generally been stuff that uh, you've never read or watched before. Uh-huh. And all the stuff I've picked, I think except for Choke, uh, is all stuff I have read or watched before. Okay. So, I really want to make it a point for at least my next two picks to do stuff that, you know, I've I've never experienced. Ooh, cool. And so, this week is a comic pick for me. <clears throat> Ooh, shit. Sorry. I'm excited. Because I picked something really obscure. Really? Yeah. Oh, I'm excited already. Uh, as far as I know, because I've I heard of the book. It came out like in 2003. Uh, as far as I know, no one has ever read it. I don't think I've ever seen a review for it. Never heard a goddamn thing about it. And it's by one of the industry's biggest legends. Stephen Platt? No. <laughs> Howard Shaken. Okay. Uh, in 2003, he did a graphic novel, a uh, mature reader's graphic novel from DC, not Vertigo. Yeah. Which is really weird, because DC I, doesn't do that anymore. I have no idea what this is. It's called Mighty Love. Okay. I have heard of that. Yeah. It's a superhero, weird, weird superhero kind of thing. Kind of thing, yeah. It's like a superhero romance, but okay. it's a mature reader's book from DC. Wow. Which, you know, they haven't... DC themselves has not done a mature book since, I think, Mike Grell left Green Arrow. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And uh, it's it's uh, still old enough that it has the old school DC bullet and not Ooh, that new yeah. uh, swooshy thing. Yeah, the old nice round, yeah. round one. And it just kind of came and went. I don't think it's ever been put out in, like, trade paperbacks. So it's only available as a hardcover. Uh-oh, do you have it? Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, I, I bought it at Half Price Books. So at least one person has read it. Yeah. Or at least... <laughs> and then it. sold it to half press books. Or he got it for his birthday and he was like, what is this shit? Right. Is this the guy who did I want to be your dog? Or? <laughs> what? I don't know. <laughs> didn't, didn't Howard Chicken do a bunch of weird like porn comics in the 80s? I, just, I only know of Black Kiss. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's one thing. I was a Black Kiss... I want to be your dog is an Iggy Pop song, isn't it? Well, it's also a porn comic, but I don't, okay. I don't think it's by him, though. 
Yeah. <laughs> it is a good song, though. Yeah. I like that song. <clears throat> Ooh, excuse me. One of my friends and I covered that for fun. We thought we were going to start a punk band, and we had one practice, and we, we did that song, and it was really good. Like, we actually pulled it off really well, and then uh. we just never practiced anymore. I had a few bands like that. Yeah. yeah. That's how a lot of punk bands go, I think. Yeah. <laughs> one awesome practice. And then that's it. Yeah, yeah and then you're done. I think uh, the, the the band I was in the longest, uh, we, we had one show. It was for, like, a, a high school senior talent show. Oh, all right. And uh, I was no longer in high school at that point, so it wasn't really, I wasn't even really supposed to be there. <laughs> I was in college. I had just started college, so it wasn't, like, that creepy. You weren't. I wasn't like twenty-eight years old, and <laughs> you, you weren't like Kate Blanchett kissing a five-year-old, right? right. Like that. <laughs> I didn't show up with my. Well, I had a beard at the time anyway, so I, never mind. I, was, I didn't show up with like my, you know, my half-a-day stubble. <laughs> you know, thirty-year-old guy rocking out with a bunch of sixteen-year-olds. Nah, <laughs> I was like sounds nineteen. Like, sounds like Axl Rose. Yeah, well, kind of true. I guess he's disappeared since uh, the yeah. album came out. You said he won't do any publicity for yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> He realizes it's a piece of crap and he's just in hiding uh, somewhere. In- it's not a piece of crap, though. It's listenable. I, okay, I've only heard it once, but I will say the entire thing reminds me of all the like mediocre to forgettable tracks that are on the Use Your Illusion albums. Uh-huh. Like, like you know, some of them are okay. Right, right. But, but none of them that I heard were like, wow, that really rocks. Right, right. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely hear that. And I will say, I don't know if I mentioned this to you already, but I've been listening to the new Metallica. Uh-huh. Somebody left a burnt copy in my car, and I, I, you know, like the first time I heard it, I was like, whoa, what a turd, of course. Yeah. Right. And then... After like three or four times of listening to it, for some random reason, I like I pulled out a Flame and Lips CD, and I was going to listen to it, and for some reason that was in the Flame and Lips case, and I, I listened to that instead. I was like, oh, what the hell? I'll listen to Metallica, and actually, I'm start, it's starting to grow on me. I'm enjoying it. It's really grown on me as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there are tracks that I can easily just skip, but uh, the the good ones I think are really good. Mm-hmm. It's certainly not the best Metallica's ever done, but. Definitely not their worst either. Yeah, I would I would agree. Like I, it's nowhere near you know their first few albums, but it's actually enjoyable. Uh, and I'm one of the uh, apparent weirdos that you know. I, I mean, I'll, as much as I love you know Master Puppets and Ride the Lightning and you know Justice for All, that uh, I also really liked uh, Load and Reload. So, uh, I thought it was. While it was poppy and, and like really polished, you know, I thought it was still sort of a natural extension of of where they were going and what they were doing and mm-hmm. tapping into a lot of uh, blues and uh, southern rock kind of things, but still keeping it pretty, you know, metal. See, I didn't, I didn't really get into those. I like, I didn't dig them at all. But again, I I'm like one of the only people. You, you and Bob Rock both like it. <coughs> yeah, well. <laughs> I, no, I've talked to a few people, like some of my friends and relatives enjoy that, but I, I can never get into it. Nah. I still think the Black Album is one of their weaker ones. And Saint Anger... <sighs> I think I've, I've mentioned this to you before, like, uh, I think their stuff 
since the Black Album, and then actually since Load and Reload, uh, has all been just second-guessing themselves. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, well, the, the kids want this, so, you know, this is what we'll do, you know, and, oh, solos aren't popular anymore, so we won't have any more yeah. on the album. And Yeah, I don't think they should think about that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, they should just do what they want to do, you know? I mean, they're they're in their forties now. You know, they should. You know, they've they've definitely matured since Kill 'Em All. Yeah. You know, let, let's see some of that. You yeah. Know? And who gives a fuck what you know, fat fuck Johnny? You know, <laughs> down in the trailer park thinks. Right. You know. <laughs> Chances are they're gonna do okay financially for their survive. Right. I'm yeah. pretty sure they actually don't need to make any yeah. more money. Yeah. You know? I don't really have to worry about that. <laughs> Uh, you know, and really it's just it's a matter of Lars not buying, you know, stupid fucking art. Yeah. And James not making any more custom cars. I swear that, yeah. <laughs> well, that scene in, because uh, I, I watched that Some Kind of Monster, that scene where Lars right. is auctioning off his money, or his, uh, his painting. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was a, f- a little uh, slip there. But where he's auctioning off the paintings, and he's in like, yeah. some sort of like VP box, uh, watching the auction with his wife, and they're like drinking champagne. It, it really seemed like some episode, like some episode of Metalocalypse, you know, right. like Squizgar's, you know, like auction off the Holy Grail, and you know the Da Vinci <laughs> sketchbooks, and you know it really does. So it's so over the top. Like, why would he? Like, he obviously, I get the impression at least he obviously doesn't really appreciate art like that right he's just some dumb drummer right you know? yeah and uh yeah <laughs> i don't even know where i was going with that but that scene was so surreal and like it was like a cartoon version of, of them yeah he, yeah well lars has definitely turned into a caricature of you know who he once was i think right yeah uh, and I don't, I don't know the guy personally who knows maybe he He's the nicest guy on the face of the earth. I don't know. Yeah, he could be a swell guy that loves really good art. Right. Really bad art or whatever. Yeah. Uh, But, yeah, him walking around, you know, yeah, watching the auction with his trophy wife in a fur coat and drinking champagne. Yeah, they're, like, jumping him down on the, like, the tuffet or whatever. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) It uh, makes me miss Jason Newstead, though. He's cool. Yeah. Uh, kind of feel bad that none of his other bands have ever, you know, well, obviously any band that he was ever in after Metallica is never going to be right. Metallica level, but... I'm sure he'll keep a following. Yeah. And again, he probably has absolutely no need for any money whatsoever for oh, the rest yeah. of his life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would imagine so. He, he was on the Black Album, right? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, he's got cash. Yeah. Yeah. He's set. Ah. Uh, did we? Did I mention what comic I'm gonna pick? Uh, Mighty Love. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they never did that as single issues. It was a, just a. It was just a graphic novel. Okay. OGN, as the kids call it. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. Original graphic novel. Yes. Wow. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I look forward to that. Yeah, me too. And uh, it looks short, so yeah, it should be a pretty quick read, hopefully. That's good because I hate it, Howard Shaking. Oh wow, well, you know that's <laughs> most of the the internet does. So welcome. I, no, I I like some of his stuff. I enjoyed Bike Club, that book he wrote. Uh, he wrote Bike. Didn't he write Bike Club? Yeah, yeah I enjoyed that. Uh, no, no American Flag. I've never read American Flag. Really? Yeah, I don't know why. I don't know why either. You, you should. I bet I would like it. Actually. You probably would. Sounds like my kind of thing. 
You just want to do that instead. Uh, if I had it, <laughs> no. yeah. No, I'm just kidding. The, the trade, I, I hear, is eventually supposed to come out. The, the trade. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, I'm sorry. There was it's a, only been, yeah, yeah. There was a sexy girl on your screensaver, and I just uh, kind of lost it. Yeah, it was a piece of art. It, it's creepy. But it is creepy. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but it was, a, it was Norman Rockwell, wasn't it, or something? That was no, I don't think so. Just pet up art. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, like nice. an advertisement. That's nice, though. Yeah. Uh, anyway. <laughs> I, I'm a lonely lonely little guy that lives in a basement. Give me a break. Yeah, that's fine. I'm, I'm a lonely guy that lives alone in an apartment. So. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Yeah. Mighty love, mighty love. Mighty love, yeah. I'm trying to think of other Howard Shaken stuff. Uh, New Avengers? <laughs> no. Um, Accident Man? What? Did you ever read Accident Man? Accident Man? Accident, accident Man. Accident Man, no. His, his, he was a superhero. His power was to, like, if anyone was in the vicinity of him, he could cause them to have an accident. Like, if a supervillain was attacking him or something, he could, like, he'd get hit by a car. A car would just randomly drive by and run him over or something. Wow. It, was, it was pretty funny, actually. Okay, then. Yeah. Uh, uh, I read some of his Shadow stuff. The Shadow. Uh-huh. Yeah. Excuse me. I also read uh, Black Hawk. Mm-hmm. That was pretty good. I'm trying to think. I don't. I haven't read much by that guy. Black Kiss. This stuff's so like naughty that I usually don't get into it. Oh, well, then you're reading the wrong stuff. Then. Yeah. <laughs> I think Bike Club's my favorite thing I've read. That yeah. He was involved with, and he didn't. He didn't draw it. He just wrote it. But. Yeah. Uh, you know, he gets vilified a lot on the internet, and it gets really unfair because I think he does have one of the most distinctive art styles like, he does. ever in comics. Yeah. I mean, you can instantly tell a Howard Shaken drawing. Yeah. And some of it isn't great, but, you know, I would rather look at a hundred pages of Howard Shaken art than one page of Jim Lee art. Really? Yeah. Because I think Jim Lee is terrible. Fuck Jim Lee. I like like Jim Lee. I do not. (laughs) I do not like Brian Hitch either. Uh, I'm not really a fan. I don't mind Brian Hitch, but I don't, I'm not a fan. Yeah. He's, he's no Jim Lee. I'll tell you that. Well, neither of them are Stuart Eimanen, and I love Stuart Eimanen. I met him and his lovely wife. Yeah, you met them for me. Yeah, you, you took one for the for the team. That's right. They were yeah. swell. Yeah, really nice people. Uh, I just bought. Uh, I don't know why I was waiting for the trade, but. I, I don't know. I I had to buy the single issues, but uh, the Hellcat miniseries okay. yeah. that uh, she's writing and he's doing covers for. Mm-hmm. But uh, whatever issues they have out of that, is it good? I haven't read them yet. Should have picked that, I guess, since mm-hmm. uh, apparently you uh, want to kill Howard Chicken. Fuck that guy. <laughs> no, I, I kind of yeah, like you said, he's got a very distinctive style. He his art kind of reminds me of Eddie Campbell, just how like some of the characters are a little awkward looking, like uh, their chins or some shoulders or something. Uh, oh, wild bike club, that's yeah, right. Yeah. But uh, yeah, like yeah, his art is not always good, but it's always like easily recognizable and distinctive. So uh-huh. I yeah, I appreciate his style. <clears throat> All right, well then, uh, yeah, that's that's what we're gonna do. Superhero porn, I can't wait. Yeah, I don't think it's that. It's not porn. It's not porn. I don't. I don't think DC would publish the porn stuff. Yeah. Well, they did publish uh, 
the uh, All Star Batman. It's kind of it's not porn. See, now that's more naughty than anything I've ever read by Harry. Well, not anything because I've read Black Kiss. Yeah, that's pretty naughty. <laughs> that yeah, that's uh, it goes beyond naughty. I think. And <laughs> uh, the thing is that you know. It actually wasn't a bad series. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, it's not. You, you get to a certain point, and it's like the crying game. It is like the crying game. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, you can't undo that. You can't unread what you've read. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I haven't read it, but I kind of get where you're going. Yeah. Something uh, dark sexual uh yeah yeah i was i kind of want to do a porno comic sometime just like just like one you know well uh, you know, it's too bad that i've never read black kiss because maybe i would have picked that instead yeah but i have read it and that's the point of that i'm trying to do is pick stuff i haven't read oh no i mean i want to draw a porno comic. oh you want to draw yeah. okay yeah well i can write a script for you i guess yeah sweet uh but I don't want to. <laughs> I, yeah, I think I've I think I've got an idea if I ever do one. Okay, well, uh, it'd be kind of funny. It'd be, it wouldn't be like <laughs> oh, I could even call it tongue in cheek. That'd be kind of funny. And like you know, the obvious <laughs> cover of someone's a getting right, right, tongue banged. <laughs> is that a word? Is that a phrase? Tongue banged. It is now. All right. Congratulations. Thank you. All right, we're gonna take now. off. We're going to go tongue bang something. <laughs> All right, goodbye, everyone. Gutter Trash can be downloaded at www.guttertrash.net, iTunes, Podcast Alley, and FeedBurner. You can also find us at myspace.com slash guttertrash underscore net, seanborn.net, blog.seanborn.net and buyerbewarecomics.blogspot.com Contact us at show at guttertrash.net eric at guttertrash.net or jason at guttertrash.net Thank you for listening to Gutter Trash. We'll see you next time.